Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hey, What the Suck family. As you may have noticed, we recently switched to Anchor for our podcast hosting needs. That's right. We were using another site that had us paying 20 bucks a month for services such as unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and distribution. Anchor will distribute your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and many more, and they do it all for free. They make it super easy to create and start your podcast directly from their site. You can record and edit directly on the Anchor website or app directly from your phone. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to create your own show. They will even help you find sponsors to fund your project. Just go to anchor.fm and get started today. There really is no easier way to do it. I'm trying to think what the fuck else I'm supposed to say. That's about to get crazy up in this motherfucker. What? No! You suck! Hey, welcome back to What the Suck Podcast. I'm James. I'm Chris. And today, I kind of goofed up, bud. I picked goofed movie, up. I'm, I picked a movie by somebody was too good. I yeah. judged by a picture only. So I'm sorry to say this movie won't suck as bad as some probably Who did. Who is the movie by? It's by none other than Jorge Romero. Jorge? <laughs> Oy, see, si, is muy bueno. Today's motion picture, folks, is going to be the 1973 film The Crazy, directed by the man, the myth, the legend, George, George A. a. Romero. Romero. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of blew it on that one. Like I said, we're, we're, we, try, we, we have to bring the level of suck down next week. You know, this one's kind of probably... Uh, <laughs> A little too good for what we're trying to do. But The Crazies is also known as Codename Trixie. It's a much better name, I think. Yeah, it's not like a stripper name. I like it's a, it. Sounds like a really uh, uh, a whack-ass Charlie's Angels yes. title. Yeah, it's a 1973 American science fiction horror film written directed by The Man. It stars Lane Carroll, William Macmillan and Harold Wayne Jones as residents of a small American town that accidentally becomes afflicted by a military biological weapon, a.k.a. Matabo. Matabo. I something. I don't shit. I don't know. A failure at the <laughs> box office. <laughs> I love when they put shit like that in. Yeah. The Crazies has since become a cult film, a remake. Yeah. 
remake was released in 2010. It is produced by A.C. Croft, written by Paul McCullough, screenplay by George the Man, starring Lane Carroll, William McMillan, Harold Wayne Jones, Lloyd Holla, 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 <laughs> Holla, Bang, Holla, Lynn Lowry, Richard Liberty, music by Bruce Roberts, cinematography, which barely exists in the 70s. I don't know why I even list it. Bill Hensman, edited by George the Man, and distributed by Can- Cambist Films, release date of March 16th, 1973. With a running time of 103 agonizing minutes long. English language, of course, with a budget of 275000 Yeah, and a box office of 143000 I, I, I don't know where that is. Which in 73 is not that bad, but damn, where did they spend 275 Gs in 73 on this? Because it was all on a fucking field. Well, it was 70, so probably hookers and LSD. <laughs> <laughs> hookers and booze hookers that's and right. booze that's right all right uh so yeah george a. romero everybody if you don't know should know he uh pioneered the zombie movies with night of the living dead it's all his fault and then further pioneered them with dawn of the dead and day of the dead two absolute classics yep i think and, so, and then he has other ones as well that later on that he kind of continued the saga they weren't quite as good I should be ashamed of myself, though. I shouldn't have drugged George into this, but you know what? No one is safe. But I, I think uh, also you you had mentioned that um we we've done quite a what are we now like a episode? Seven, this is episode seven, seventeen, or some shit. which I neglected to mention at the beginning. Seventeen, and we've done nothing but shit stains, and so, <laughs> but, but we. We also want to do movies that have been forgotten. I feel like this has been forgotten. Absolutely. So we'll list a, this one as a forgotten, a forgotten classic. Yeah. None of the ones we've, we've done before have been forgotten. Oh, okay, they've been forgotten because no one knew they fucking existed. Pretty but, much. Yeah. Yeah, this one was known and uh, has been forgotten. I mean, they released a remake in 2010, which... And young people aren't going to dig back into the 70s and watch the 70s movie. No. They're going to watch stuff from the 90s forward and stuff like that. Yeah. If it, if it predates Friday the 13th, which is really stretching it. They probably won't watch it. I would say even if, if it predates Exorcist, which is older. Yeah, that's um, true. But the remake in 2010 that I saw, I saw it wasn't uh, that great. It didn't make me want to go back and watch the original. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, well, let's get to our rating system. Our rating system is an inverted shit scale. So the shit's going back up the ass? Uh, pretty much. It, it, Fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened? Well, how we do this is the more turds. The worse it is. I mean, if anybody's listened before, they know how this works. So we'll go through it. We got one out of five shits. These are the ones that you want to keep in your queue. They will be your your new classics, the ones you really cling on to that you enjoy. Cling on. on. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ones to watch over and over. These are the so bad they are good category, and your friends will get endless enjoyment out of these. They cling on like a dingleberry. That's it. Two out of five shits. Watch watch these only with friends who enjoy shitty movies. They're not really for everyone. Best with a group who love to riff on movies and or play a drinking game. Kind of like we did in episode 12. If y'all listen to it, the effects of alcohol really ease the pain. Yeah, it comes through. Three out of five shits. At least share these with friends. Watch it 
Watch it with them only if they have nothing better to do. I love that. <laughs> and prepare to drink heavily. Did I just go? Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> are you, are you sure hell? you didn't drink before you got here? Watch up. We need to get Joe back on the show. Yeah, we we need the booze. Yeah. Okay, but prepare to drink heavily while watching. Four out of shits. This is where things start. <laughs> four, four out of shits. Are you sure you haven't had to drink before you got here? Because you're just pissing shit all over. Smoking dope. Four out of shits. <laughs> if my boss is listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take it, four out of five shits. <laughs> hey, don't give me too much shit, dude. You were saying stars last week, so give me a break. I was saying stars. I know. <laughs> There's no stars in this. <laughs> no. Anyway, four out of five. Watch it once with friends. Trust me, that will be enough. These are the ones that are so strange. You may not want to see them more than once, but at least you want to share your misery with somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Now, five out of five shits, as Chris loves to refer to it as the yes. Fica de la Mata. Yes, very nice. All right. Worst of the worst. Only bring it out on special occasions, like a forced double date or dinner with the in-laws. Have someone you want gone from your life. Make them watch this movie. Yup. I don't know about this one, though. No. this one's... Some other episodes, maybe, but this one? Eh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Once done, remove it from your memory with some mind-altering substance or blunt force trauma. Jump off the building I love first. That. Yep. Dive off that balcony and tuck your hands behind you and slam full force into the concrete. <laughs> just go for it. You'll, you'll thank me for it. And the whole way down, just be just be saying, that's it. Now, before we get going with our review, I'd like to give a shout out to a couple of our good friends out there, a couple of our top listeners so far. Uh, I'd like to start with Nikki first. She's great. How you doing, girl? I appreciate you following us. Appreciate all the good comments and the input and the feedback. We appreciate you very much. She is at Instagram at whisper underscore M-A underscore phone. Check her side out. Give her a like. Give her a shout out. She's a really fantastic lady. Second, I have my boy W. He uh, is a very fantastic gentleman. He has interacted with me a lot on the site. Has a lot of great feedbacks. Made a lot of good suggestions. And we do have some of those on there, brother. His call sign on Instagram. I like that call, call sign. sign. Roger call one sign. Roger12. Roger12. His call sign is strangez underscore terror underscore universe one he also puts out a lot of good information on movies good and bad uh gets he writes me a lot he's, he's a great guy w appreciate you brother i right, appreciate both y'all for listening uh and, and your feedback and following and if you uh anybody else out there wants to write us uh, please do we appreciate the feedback we appreciate the notes the comments the likes the dislikes if you hate us just tell us anyway yeah um, and we'll give you the shout out for doing so exactly exactly and uh so also, far no hate also, go on fucking subscribe, you fucking freeloaders. We've got like a ton of <laughs> listens, but we got like three fucking people following us. Go hit that subscribe. It takes two seconds. Don't be an asshole. Fucking follow us. We need more followers. Get your shit out there. Get your shit done, all right? Aight. <laughs> hey, man, let's roll with this review. All right, sounds good, bud. started something they can't stop the crazy there's something that dements something that inflames something that brutalizes 
It's madness unleashed by human error. The crazies. Can they tame it before time runs out? Now, if you want me to get the job done, you get me the stuff I need, and you get it the hell in here before the morning's over. A small town becomes a giant stockade. Evan City must be contained or leveled. We're all concerned with Evan City, Mr. Hawks. If we have to push the button, we just say the weapon went off. Get me the president. 3,614 people are trapped by an unknown enemy. Five are on the run. Can they escape the spreading fury of the crazies? This is exactly the kind of thing we're trying to prevent. A lethal terror snowballs into hell. In there. Madness runs rampant. We'll dope it out sooner or later. Sooner or later. The crazy. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This is this is a way to go, George. Yeah. <laughs> George. 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 George of the jungle. What were you thinking? I have no idea. I don't know if he was thinking. So yeah. let's get rolling here. Let's see. So basically, I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, so this crap. is where okay i got this, my one basically out of the way here this we is go. where y'all start the uh drinking game every time yep. james says basically you take you know what that shot. would uh that's actually a pretty good idea yeah that and i think you with the anyway yeah or something mm-hmm. yeah and anyway, here we go basically there you go see i didn't say it that time okay <laughs> it opens with some dude for no reason. It shows these two kids goofing off. You know, they're playing around. And then all of a sudden, the brother's coming up with a flashlight. And he yeah. grabs the little sister. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Because you see something behind him, a shadow or some shit. Uh-huh. And this dude, for no fucking reason, <laughs> he's, and he's assaulting a shelf full of dishes. <laughs> he's sick of his shit in his house. He's sick of it. He's sick. I'm tired of these motherfucking plates on this motherfucking show. <laughs> and and he, he busts all the shelves out. He's cracked everything up. Mama dead. She's laying in the bed. He's obviously cracked her over the head. Yeah, with the damn he, he thing. done killed her. So we've already got our first body. At least they didn't wait any time to show some death. And then he just burns the fucking house down. I like how he went from killing the mother to destroying the dishes. It's it's just I mean it means something because he didn't go and kill the kids. He... I guess the pot roast must have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Told I mean... her twice. Too much salt, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, then the siren goes off, and we get a Close Encounters-type panic scene. Apparently, something is in the air, but not explained yet. So, people start scrambling around. Here comes the fucking military. He's like, uh, what's going on here? You know, and then it's like, we find out, oh my god, there's a contagious virus. Shocker. Yeah. You know, when it comes to Big George, there's always some kind of contaminant. Yeah, some sort or- of man-made atrocity that we did that something we did to ourselves fucked I think everything up i think he was trying to send us a message he's always trying to send a message yeah, and i just we got all these dudes running around in marshmallow suits with yeah. gas masks on mm-hmm. and uh they sound like stormtroopers of course they all have the exact same voice just, as, far, a, far, just far, as effective far, 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 far. 
there's a slight mention of something that happened, but you don't really at this point know what it is that's causing the panic. In other words, there's a bunch of build going on, but you're not sure exactly, you know, first of all, why does Uncle Jed, why did he smash the, the dishes and why did he lose his mind? I mean, I know the movie's called The Crazies, a.k.a., you know, codename Trixie or whatever. So you knew yeah. something was up. Right. But there's nothing. It was just, it's like things were starting to happen. So yeah, it, it it's very <laughs> slow on the, on the uh, exposition and very slow on the information that's given to you. And I will say this, it, it's a, uh, it's interesting. Everything that is happening, it's all taking place in the span of, I don't know how many days, but like, it's all taking place almost in real time. So like the military, they're finding out what's going on at the exact same time we're finding out what's going on. And so the information they're getting is what we're getting. So it's almost kind of cool because it's like, we only know as much as they know. Yep. But at the same time, it's like fucking do something. Well, they start it's showing so up fucking and boring. sweeping the place. Yeah. It's like, okay. But then they start discussing plans for, you know, destroying the town and containment. You're like, contain what, you know, start taking over buildings so, for headquarters and shit. Here, here's something, you know, like for anybody who's seen the movie outbreak, very similar, Outbreak could very well have taken some of its ideas from this movie because we have a small little town. Yeah. Everybody's infected by a man-made substance, apparently, and they need to contain, and the only thing they could think of is nuking the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, mankind has no cure, but apparently black lights are badass against this virus. (laughs) (laughs) They kill everything. So everything. So you're going around, you see all these fuckers hanging uh, UV lights on the door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What the hell? They kill everything, apparently. Yeah. So So the next time you clean your house, don't use any bleach. Just take some UV lights. Just put some UV lights, man. Viruses don't stand a chance. Nope. The bacteria might get you. but Well, anyway, martial law ensues, you know, but it's poorly executed. You know, it's like a monkey shit fight. (laughs) <laughs> but the a monkey much, shit, a fight. monkey shit fight, but less organized. So you're saying I mean, they're just they're just laying shit all over the place. They're absolutely. It's just it's ridiculous. The the, the voices and the and I have to give it up. The acting, you know, although it's uh, a lot of crosstalk, a lot of chatter. Yeah, it's actually not so bad. The acting is not horrible. It's it's definitely seventies esque. But it's not like real shitty acting like we've been used to. It's typical early Romero acting. So then we get a close encounters type evacuation scene. You know, they're rounding people up and shit and throwing them in vans and stuff. And it's like, why do I know so much? Who the hell are you people? You know, you're getting thrown in the van and hauled off. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling going on. There's a lot of talking going on. But there's not any information being given at all. Exactly. And I'm like, good Lord, man. Okay, but anyway, I like the guards. Like, we're going around, we're... We're going in and out, you know. First, they'll show people running around hiding. The uh, who you, who's your two boys? All the two main stars. Uh, yeah, I think they're David and something, but I just call them uh, Unibrow and Snaggletooth, motherfucker. That's right. Anyway, we keep getting scenes jumping back and forth. So what's happening is you've got everything developing at once and a lot of scene jumps. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of cuts, a lot of inside out, yeah. and it's like, good lord, come on, man! It's really hard to keep up with. But what cut my what cut my uh, funny bone a little bit is the guards themselves inside the military headquarters and stuff these guys are standing like in the middle of a room at attention with their guns they're nowhere near an entrance they're not guarding anything they're just standing there they're not saying shit uh-huh. so it's pretty damn funny <laughs> and then uh then of course you got cars going everywhere people are scrambling you know because they're trying to lock it down but tell me this chris what's that why is it in the 70s that all the cars rock have you noticed when they drive they all just 
Yeah, it's like they hadn't invented <laughs> uh, shocks and struts yet. Yep, yeah, I always picture two stagehands rocking the prop oh, with them yeah. sitting in yeah, it, yeah. and then it's, the fake background scrolling in the background and all that. I crap. think it's more pronounced whenever they have a movie that's set like in the country, because apparently in the seventies or, or earlier, no small town <laughs> had actual roads. It was all fucking dirt roads, and so yep. they expect the car to be going down the dirt road, just bouncing around like it's on fucking like rocks and shit. That's it. Now, the blood effects to this point, which we have seen a few, the blood effects are poor. <laughs> like ketchup. It's like ketchup. It's like every bird, everybody gets shot has like a bottle of Heinz in their pocket or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let me squirt this packet. <laughs> it's very horrible. It's very tomato soupish. It's, yeah. it's really bad. It's real. So anyway, they start sweeping around and you see them going to this one house when there's kids sitting there. And oh, I think <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts thus far in the movie. Okay. They go up there and... Uh, they're they're sweeping houses and they yeah. go in this one place and they go the guy goes upstairs and there's this sweet little old lady knitting a little knitting a little rug and she yep. gets up and she just smiles she walks over and she just crochets that stabs motherfucker stabs him in the chest with stabs a him in the chest in the head and the blood effects are horrible yeah she, I mean it's just a little squirt he's not moving either no. she's just sticking just him with this crochet he's got a gun. He's got, a, he's got a rifle. A crochet needle, and she's stabbing this motherfucker over and over. He's just kind of standing there. Ooh, ah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Oh, oh, Lord, help oh, me. Help oh, me, Jesus. Oh. You know, and I'm like, uh, you got a gun, motherfucker. Shoot yeah. that old bitch. Shoot that bitch. That bitch. I'm sorry. You know, she's an old lady and everything. But she's but psychotic. She's psychotic. She's she going to stick you. Shoot that old ass bitch. She's going to shank you with a crochet needle. You need to shoot that bitch. That's, That's right. right. Well, anyway. It's obvious to this point that personalities were not issued by the prop department <laughs> because everybody's very stiff, very rough. And another problem, and you've probably noticed this too, short ass tempers. Oh yeah, everybody. I angry. mean, motherfuckers just everybody's start yelling at either. the drop of a hat. It's like, hey, mother- hey, we're out of donuts. God damn you, <laughs> you son of a bitch! Yeah. Now I gotta pee again. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, it's just like up and down, up yeah, and down. They argue about everything and they yell about everything. It is ridiculous. Yeah. And tell me this, just out of nowhere, what's up with the super crickets? Oh, you mean all the, yeah, these the, motherfuckers? You can hear them. Like, I get, I get it, George. I mean, because it's, it's, it's the country it's all the way through the movie. Yeah. You've noticed, you know, I mean, even, you know, when the army's doing their thing, yeah. when the people are running around, the people in the cars, I mean, they were driving in the van. Yeah. And you can hear the fucking crickets. Yeah. And they're driving. And, and I, it's, it's hilarious I to mean, me. I, I get it, George. This is the country. And yep. I get that there's crickets and, and animals in the country, but people can't hear these crickets or animals in their house i mean okay it sounds like you might they're be, filming you, in a barn with the door wide open yeah shit, you might you know? be able to but not to the extent that it sounds like you have no roof on your house like they yeah. sound like they're inside the fucking house it's absolutely ridiculous yeah but then we finally get a fairly well done explan- explanation 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 i swear i'm not drinking I ain't smoking. Probably. I ain't pop no pills. Should be though. I I guess maybe straighten myself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Professor No Neck, I call him. He's one of the main characters, and he's very serious. He's very well spoken. He's very stiff and everything. But he finally gets the Orson Welles dude, right? Orson Welles, sounds yeah, like a, like a young Orson Welles. <laughs> yeah, yep. He reminds me of a couple of friends of ours, but we ain't gonna mention them on here because they might take offense. You might I mean, not know who they are anyway. But might, go on. Bad, true that. Yeah. Anyway, he gives a nice exposition dump of everything we don't know to this point. This whole movie's a dump. But that's it. Yeah. But he actually, it doesn't seem forced. 
Yeah, he actually gives a good. That's true. You know, he gives a good little speech about it, and he's like, "Okay, well, this was that." Now they're and he basically explains the fact that this is a military weapon that a plane crashed on a hill. So now we know for sure, within detail, what has happened. Everybody calls it a bacteriological weapon. Bacteriological. A bacteriological weapon. Which is stupid because bacteria can be killed. Viruses are much harder to kill. But oh well. Yeah. I guess in '73 they didn't know any better. Well, anyway, after this, we get 20 minutes, literally, of just random screen cut bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry to say George kind of, I think he just fucked off about 20 or 30 minutes of the movie in the middle of it like this. I think there's a reason why this movie is forgotten as opposed to his Night of the Living Dead or Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. There's, it's, 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 the movie speaks for itself. It's just Boring. It's crazy. It's, it's it's not even crazy. It's tame as shit. It's too fucking tame. It's way too tame at this point. Yeah, and it, it's so boring. And, and as you noticed, we haven't really done our usual wrap up of where we discuss the movie plot wise from beginning to end because nothing has fucking happened. Like literally, the first the first twenty five thirty minutes of this movie are supposed to be like introductions to all the characters, but you don't really care about them chaos basically ensues almost from the beginning fast cuts fast edits and you're like what the fuck Um, hey hey slow down what what snaggletooth and unibrow are called out because they're (laughs) firefighters but they're also ex-military and they're called out to help with the fire the fire that the dude that smashed the dishes because he was pissed at the roast beef set to the house Uh, Unibrow's girlfriend is a nurse who responds to the uh, call as well because the kids are, are were brought in alive, burned badly, but brought in alive. Then she finds out. That's when she finds out that there's a there's something going on and there's some sort of a virus or some shit. And the two firefighters get get to the get to the firehouse, but they're there too late. All the other trucks have already gone, so they're stuck behind. But they're gonna go out there by themselves anyway. And but instead they go and pick up his girlfriend instead and (laughs) they get kidnapped by the military. And then on the way out, they're able to to foil the military and escape in a truck. And now they're trying to make their way. Who the fuck knows where? But all that shit happens. But it doesn't matter. And and you can hear cricket. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I I think that's that's like a metaphor for the movie. (laughs) Just fucking crickets the whole fucking time. (laughs) Well, I think they did the same thing in Night of the Living Dead. They got one loud-ass cricket track, and they just keep yeah, playing but, it. But that had uh, suspension, and it was tense. Yeah. You know, and it had a gripping story and characters that you were just like. And, and much like Night of the Living Dead and much like the crazies, there's not a lot of backstory at the beginning. Which Nope. It just You're just dropped in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, two people in the graveyard, all of a sudden, the, the dead are walking, and, and they're coming after them. And then next thing you know, they're, they're all held, uh, holed up in this one house. But that's fine because with that, with that, you don't need a lot of explanation. You just dropped right in the middle of it, and you get yeah. right to it. So yeah, it's this, really not so bad. But I think he tried to do the same thing with this, but then like he brought in the military, and I don't know. It's just like uh, with with something like this, like you don't, you don't know what the hell the people are. Are they have they been turned into zombies? Are they just turned into crazy psychopaths? You don't know because you're not you're not given enough time. You are not given enough time with. The quote unquote antagonists, the yeah. quote unquote crazies. You're given too much time with the military. You're given too much time with Unibrow and Snaggletooth. Yep. And you don't really see many of the afflicted people. No. You just start seeing bodies pile up. No. And, you, and 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 which brings me to this part. They they the the gen the Colonel Colonel Mustard 
Colonel Mustard. <laughs> That's, that'll, that'll work. Colonel Mustard. He uh, started giving the order to burn the bodies because yeah. they realized they need to get rid of it. So right. as people are dying, they said, you know, torch these motherfuckers. Yeah. So we get a scene of them burning bodies. But these motherfuckers, uh-huh. these low-life, two-bit bitches, oh, yeah, yeah, are yeah. jacking the dead bodies for their watches, mm-hmm. their wallets. They're going through their wallets, stealing it's the money taking and shit. the gold, taking hey, the watches. Hey, man, that's, that's, and that's not military. And that makes me mad because I'm a military man. So, yeah, I was so like, am I. Hey, motherfucker. So, yeah. That's right. You yeah. sure are. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. And that's, that's some bullshit right there. But, like, it, 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 it also does not help that because we're not given enough information on or not shown enough of the crazies. Like anytime there's a scene where you see the military come up to a house and people run out and start shooting at them, mm-hmm. you don't know if they're crazy or if they're just country bumpkins protecting their house and their land. They could just be normal people who are just afraid of the government come the government coming in the government the government and taking all their <laughs> shit. So they just run out and shoot them. That's right. We have no idea. That's right. Well, we get a nice flamethrower death. <clears throat> Pun. Bum. <laughs> Anyway, we got a nice flamethrower death during the uh, body burning scene. One of the ap- soldiers, apparently with a gas mask on, apparently loses his mind it's and grabs infected. a stick. Yeah, and goes and jack- tries to jack somebody. So they hit him with a flamethrower. Yeah, and flame on, flame on. But I'm gonna tell you what looked like somebody squirted the boy with some charcoal fluid because there wasn't much flame. It was like, just on his little back. On his back, yeah, yeah, kind of uh, chopping mall esque. Yeah, very, very, very good. <laughs> Good uh, pyrotechnic effect there. Good job. And then they pan over to a church, and the military has invaded this church now. Yeah. And uh, Father Chekhov is panicking up front. <laughs> Chekhov. Yeah, he, he he looks like Walter Koenig. Yeah, he does look like Walter Koenig. Yeah, he does. Anyway. Like, you can't do it. Yeah. This is a sanctuary. You just can't do it. This, right? This is very bad. This is very bad. <laughs> Nuclear vessels. Whistle. That's Whistle. Right. The whistle. Anyway, he got he he basically he's, loses. He gets his mad. Shit. He goes and grabs the dilithium crystals. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> AKA gasoline. Gasoline. Oh, by the way, why does Jesus need gasoline in the church? I, you know, I guarantee they have a um. What do you call it? What's that shit that we have here for hurricanes? Uh, they might generator. have a generator. They have a generator. That's true. I guarantee the church has a generator. Okay. Being in the country. Well, anyway, he grabs a, ga- a gallon of gasoline, goes outside, and torches. He straight up a burns dummy. himself. <laughs> He torches a fucking dummy. Himself. He's a dummy. AK too. himself. Yeah. But anyway, Chris notices. Go ahead and explain yeah, that part. Yeah, it's a very, part. very bad transition to when he's, he pours the gasoline on, he starts a lighter, and then it cuts to a shot of behind him on fire, but it's obviously not him. It's a dummy. And then it cuts to the front. And you can see the face. It looks nothing like him. It's like this pasty, white, skinny face. Looks like a like a skinny Dracula thing. And then yep. it's obviously not him. And then one of the soldiers proceeds to shoot him. But then they cut again to a really bad effect of his face which is supposed to be in pain, but then the fire is not on him. It's actually in front of him. And you're like, you can tell it's not burning him. It's, it's, it's very badly done. And what, and what particular sound effect was missing from this scene? You mean the, crack, the crackle crackle? Uh, there was no screaming. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he, 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 because he was, he was infected. He was crazy. And he was so crazy that the fire didn't hurt him. No, he did not. He did not feel the pain. He just wanted. Where do I get some fire. Trixie? Uh, they call it Molly now. 
<laughs> and I think if you go anywhere in downtown, you can find some. Yeah, true that. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, Father, you know, <laughs> Father, Father Koenig, Father, Father Chekhov, <laughs> Father Chekhov is checked out. He's gone. He's burned up. Oh, nice. I like that. And then rednecks on the warpath. This was probably up to this point my favorite scene. Yeah. A whole slew of redneck boys come hollering and screaming across this damn It's field. almost like a like a Civil War reenactment without the costumes. <laughs> it's just a handful of redneck motherfuckers going up against a handful of military people. Just yep. And they're not even like strategically like attacking. They're just all running at them. They're just shooting. rushing. There is pow, no pow, tactics pow, pow, pow. here. No, no, none at all. Yeah, and they're running across the field, shooting, they're dropping soldiers, and then their soldiers... You're not going to take my guns, government. Yeah, that's right, Second Amendment, bitch. I'll kill you. Don't touch my sister wife. Yep. Yeah, we don't do politics on this show, but yeah, don't touch my gun. Anyway, here comes... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and and then... The best part of this whole the scene, The best part the best of part. the whole damn scene. The dead bodies all over the ground. The blood everywhere. Damn. Here comes the... Lady. One bitch. One bitch with a fucking broom. <laughs> she's like, she's sweeping the grass. She's, she she brings up the rear and she's I, you know, sweeping and the grass. I know, and it and most people look at it and be like, "What the hell?" But shit like this tickles my funny bone, and I I that scene just killed me. She's just sweeping the fucking grass. sweeping the grass, yeah, you know, like just cleaning up after the do, death. Do, 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 you know, do, do, it's do. really fucking stupid. And then we get one more good scene here. We come over and our what unibrow and, and, and Snaggletooth and, yeah. and his group of idiots or yeah the his his girlfriend sitting and in a field the you dad know. and Michael Jackson daughter yeah and all of a sudden here comes the mash the the helicopter from Mash circling oh, overhead yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know as you called it yeah, yeah that was a good helicopter one. yeah and uh, they're like okay quick let's hide so they move three feet under the under tree. the tree which we notice at some point. Has no fucking leaves. Has no foliage. It's just a bunch of sticks. It's and a, then these dumb motherfuckers have the nerve to act surprised. <laughs> they get the helicopter spots them, and then they call in the troops. And here come the troops running across the field after them. They have. There's no foliage, no coverage. They're no. not wearing camouflage. You can see right through the tree. Fucking Stevie Wonder can be driving the helicopter That's and right. still see the fuckers <laughs> under the tree. That's right. So these fuckers are. Circling around in this helicopter with a Kmart speaker going loud. Attention, Kmart shoppers, we fucking see you. You know, get out of the woods and shit. So a gunfight, another gunfight, yet another gunfight, ensues in the woods, and they manage to actually shoot down the whirly bird and stand there as it quietly clunks out, sounding like kill. Yeah, they just stand there watching, and you hear clunk, 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 clunk. And it goes down in a fiery crash on the other side of the hill, of course. And then we change scenes all of a sudden to a crowded high school with a bunch of people going berserk, you know, and it looks like George probably just said, hey, everybody just scream and push each other because it looked like a mosh pit, you know, 70s style. Yeah. Um, Then that jumps out. And then we go to the lab. The lab. Dr. Dr. Nonak is at it again, Mm -hmm. trying to find a cure. Damn it, woman. We got to find a cure. Well, apparently, it looks like one of Chuck Connors' mannequins escaped from tourist trap and ended up in the lab with the doc. I, I mean, this woman is fucking weird looking. And then we go back outside. So what it is, they're arguing about... About their, trying to... I don't even fucking know. As, as I say, because it, 
this is where it, the movie jumps around a lot, folks, and it's hard to pinpoint any specific continuity at this what point. The fuck is going it's on. basically about six or seven different stories going at the same time. But anyway, like I said, that's why there's so many screen jumps. Anyway, they go outside, and Unibrow and Snaggletooth and their gang are running around again, yeah. evading the, the you know evading the, the patrols, the patrol, yeah, the Nazi patrols. And I was like, God, come on already. It's just ridiculous. And then they're hiding in the woods, and for no reason, one of these fuckers shoots a rabbit that's in the water drinking, and I think they're going to go eat the son of a bitch. I think one of the army guys. Yeah, yeah, one of the army guys. Yeah. Yeah, We're going to eat this rabbit. Yeah, eat the rabbit that's been drinking the polluted water with all the dead fishies floating in it. Good plan. Sure. Great. So they sneak in the woods and manage to work their way up to a house, and they rush a house full of, you know, Alpha Beta sorority boys <laughs> masquerading as soldiers. Yeah, and they end up taking those guys out because they made a false move. Hey, don't you make one? For, you know, they killed all the soldiers. There was like three or four of them, and they just took them out for no reason. Yeah, and by and this, I, but at this point, we're also becoming aware that uh, Judy, the girl, has succumbed to the the bacteriological agent, and I think the father is yep. too. That's along with him, and perhaps Snaggletooth is as well. So everybody's starting to get a little fucking Somebody's bonkers. Going a little bonkers. Well, yeah. yeah, you know, killer virus running around. They're bound to get it. Yeah. And although I say, you know, I've said it before. Although the acting is not bad, it is all over the fucking place. I mean, they're talking one minute, and then all of a sudden they're fucking yelling, and they're down. It's just very inconsistent. It's, it is yeah. and chaotic. Yeah, it's the best way to put. Yeah. This movie is basically chaos from one and the other. Maybe it was intended to be that way to just keep you like, what the fuck, what the fuck, the yeah. whole damn time. Well, more dialogue, you know, just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. And you're like, good Lord. Finally, you get a scene where you're learning what the government's up to. Now they're talking and they're plotting and they're uh, saying, oh, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to cover it up and we're going to say it's nuclear and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. So some things never change, you know, good old government. That's right. Government. Government. And then finally, the climactic battle ensues. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It starts to build. And so now we get a gun, running gunfight for about the next 10, 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, with, of course, the battle drums in the background, which have been going on practically every time they show a military guy. Somebody, you know, that guy's following around with a snare, you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we cannot forget the constant bird noise. Oh, my gosh. Night or day. Inside, fucking outside, birds, fucking like, birds, nonstop, and it's ridiculous. So anyway, they start firing up, and there's guys dropping everywhere. Anyway, this dude is standing there, and he's juking side to side, and there's gunfire going off, but he's just kind of standing there ducking, <laughs> and then and he and he's doing it until he takes one in the gut and he drops. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going, oh, you're just standing out in the middle of the open <laughs> like a fucking moron. And then the the best, I mean, lousy effect, but. Yeah. The best one was the uh, cantaloupe or whatever the oh, fuck yeah. they had sitting on the log with the gas mask on. <laughs> Somebody just hit it with a 12-gauge. It looks like blew the it shit exploded. out of it. exploded. And it was supposed to be somebody hiding there, but you could tell it was sitting on the log. The that was melon. funny. Um, and I've noticed one thing about this movie. Those damn Hollywood magazines carry an awful lot of shells. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're uh-huh. pow, 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 running, I mean, just shooting this so, shit. It's that old never run out of bullet it's thing crazy. They, they use. And then after the battle, all of a sudden, we're back in the fucking lab. Mm-hmm. We're just back in the lab. But we can't forget 
the best gun death in the whole movie. What was it? Uh, yeah, Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth. Yep. yep he was yep, about. Yep. He was. He finally lost it, and he yep. was down to no bullets. Yeah, no more bullets. And one guy came up to him, says, "Ah, oh, you got no more bullets, huh?" Blah blah blah. Started talking shit. And what happens when you talk shit? He comes out with a pistol and smokes that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But he shoots him like six times, and the dude's just standing there, and then just slowly falls he the fuck off. Over. Yeah, horrible slow mo fall death. Yeah, but it it was worth a giggle. Then, like I said, we jump back to the lab. They're closing in on it, and all I noticed just the lab assistant. She's just fucking ghoulish. She's useless. Dude. Just she's, useless. She's a fucking ghoul. Yeah, she's horrible. She is. And she looks like one of the fucking slee stack from Land of the Lost. Anybody remember that fucking show? <laughs> Jesus, she's ugly. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then they jump out of the lab because he's got a cure. So the doc grabs the cure and says, I got it. I got it. Runs out into the hallway and all these stormtrooper and fucks. And the dumb ass soldiers. The dumb ass soldiers. They don't fuck it up. They yeah. grab him, think he's an escape loon. Yeah. Trying to shove him back in the room, so he tries to break loose. He falls the fuck down a uh, flight of stairs, drops the cure, drops the cure busts cracks his, his head, head open, and he's done. And he's dead. He's bleeding out. So Gone. You know, ketchup coming out the head. Yeah. He's finished. French fries everywhere. Yep. And then the high school riot, everybody breaks the fuck out. Yep. All of a sudden, they They're lose gone. control, and everybody gets the fuck out. All the crazies so are out. So we're starting to close in on it now, so... Um, Unibrow's last stand, you know, he's he's cages uh cages his girlfriend up cages in, in his a, girlfriend in a, up with some bricks and some concrete bricks, tells her at, at this point he he did that because he realizes that she now has the crazy yeah virus and so in order to keep her safe while the patrol makes his way past this area, the concrete plant, he walls her up in yep. a house made of concrete. And there's a little bit of shit going on, there's a little bit more shooting. Yep. Then he comes back, frees her up, and then they both get capped. They both get capped. No, he, she, he doesn't she get gets, capped. He doesn't she gets, get, that's right. She, gets, she gets shot Yeah, by the three high schoolers. High school kids that are, they knew or somebody. Apparently they're, they're players or something because they called him coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they didn't recognize him because he was wearing a marshmallow mm, suit. Right. Capped capped her she drops down and then they find out who you know and then the kid just sits down like oh gee yeah you know i'm sitting there going boring end please yes so thankfully we get one more scene with the colonel mustard he's talking to some government official and they general, said well general ketchup yeah. general ketchup yeah there you go that'll work you know and president mayo has ordered them <laughs> <laughs> has ordered him to Louisville, because apparently, as they feared in the beginning of the movie, it has spread beyond the borders. He's, he's but anyway, it's late, folks. We're we're it's, we're delirious. But um, so that's what happens. He gets airlifted out after an extensive medical check. You see them bring uh, they bring Unibrow, Unibrow in. in. They don't check him for immunity, even though they're they're trying to find they, a human that's immune, and they don't check him because they need to make a serum. And yep. they just said, "Are you kidding?" And yep. that's and it. That's it. In the movie. In the movie, the credits roll. Horrible music. Yeah. Speaking oh, of horrible shit. music, let's play a drinking game. Every time you hear a drum roll oh, as geez. the music, take a shot to see and how you, fast you die. You'll be a, you'll be in a coma halfway through the fucking movie, dude. That's uh, bad news, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but like I said, uh, looking back on it, it's more of a sci-fi thriller. It's not even sci-fi because it's, it's it's sci-fi-ish. Well, mm-hmm. that, that so they say. 
but you know maybe for the time i guess but yeah it's the more than in a horror movie because it's you know it's the disease thing i mean people aren't literally shredded most of the death practically all of it is by gunfire right right you know so it's just people shooting each other yeah so just losing their minds and shooting each other so the the movie the the definition of horror movie although it's really categorized pertain. that it doesn't yeah. really pertain no um uh, so that being said my i am going to go on uh with my review here my breakdown acting wasn't bad wasn't that bad at all okay the script you know the 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 premise was good okay you know know, disease it breaks free poorly executed direction george you're all over the place on this one brother i'm sorry I mean, it was chaotic to the point to where it was very hard to follow at some point. Almost sickening just how fast the cuts and, were. And uh, let's see, what else we got? Script, <laughs> music, <laughs> cinematography. Music fucking blue. Yeah. Cinematography, typical 70s, typical George Romero. So overall, I am going to give this, I mean, all, it was well done, but as far as a horror movie, not really. But I'm going to go middle of the road with this because it wasn't god awful, but it wasn't great. So I'm going to probably, I'm going to go with three turds. You're going to go with a three turder, huh? I'm going to three turd, drink heavily. Okay. Because you'll definitely need it. All right. What uh, about you, brother? I'm going five. Just straight five. I'm just <laughs> straight fucking five. Just, just, there's no need to break it down. The only good part of this movie was the sound effects because the birds sounded like fucking birds and they were all over the goddamn place. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's he it's, just it's, he it's, just slammed the it's, it's just you, you need to watch it, but watch it and drink like a motherfucker. Yeah, this just, movie. It, just yeah. drink. It's got to be seen because first of all, it, it's a Romero movie. Yeah, so you have to watch it. You know, you, you can't call yourself a horror aficionado unless you've seen all of Romero's movies, good, bad, or in between. So you have to watch it. It's a Romero movie. It was for some reason again. We 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 talked about this last week on uh, or whatever the hell Taurus Trap was. Yeah, but this movie, but this movie garnered a remake in 2010. Yes, Tourist Trap was so much better than this movie, and it has yet to garner a remake. Yeah, they need to remake Tourist Trap, not not this shit. This shit did not need to be remade. It was it was no story. There was no script. We we didn't need it in 2010 because we already had a better movie that was like it, as you mentioned, called Outbreak. Yeah, and the only thing, like I said, if they were going to remake something like this, it needs to be a lot bloodier, and the people need to be more insane, yeah, and stuff like that. You know, instead and, of and the zombie, the, the slow remake moving was. zombie shit. The remake was. Oh, the remake okay. was. It had a lot more cra- actual crazy. I didn't people. see it. Yeah, I should it, be it, it had a lot more blood, but it's still boring as shit. Everything's bad. Watch it once, though. Drink, drink the fuck out of it, and then go slam then your go, head in a fucking then go, in a in a damn what is it walk in freezer and door? Go, just, and go, <laughs> just go crazy, bash yourself in the head with a fucking hammer to get out of your memory. But uh, yeah, I'm going straight five on this bitch. Well, yeah, the man is hard, but he's fair. Uh, I am, <laughs> man. All right, so t- James, tell us where they can find us. Oh, jeez. We mean, oh, jeez. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Bro. Hang on. All right, brother. They can find us on Podbean. Castbox, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and we are once again back on iTunes. That's we right. Got all that ironed out, and we're good to go. So uh, go on any of those, whichever one you prefer, and just search what search the suck, what the suck, and uh, you should it should come up. 
And then when you find it, if you like it, then you listen, then you hit the subscribe on iTunes, go and leave a comment and, you know, rate us and review us because the more you do that, the further up the charts we go and the more we get well known we get and the more it helps us out. And we, yeah, we like to know what you think, your opinions, it helps, uh, improvements on the show and stuff like that because we we're making strides to do better all the time. We're having a great time doing this. You can also find us on Facebook under What the Suck Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and please, you know, leave us a note, leave us a comment, leave us your thoughts in the review. We love hearing from each and every one of you, and we love all of the listeners that have listened already, including the two that we uh, gave shout-outs to um, earlier. And we will do that for anyone else as well who kicks in, because we do appreciate those who appreciate us. Yeah, we we appreciate you guys listening and enjoying the the reviews. And uh, just, uh, yeah, just keep on doing it. But motherfuckers, hit the subscribe button. Come on. Hit it. Get us numbers, bitches. Hit it and quit it. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hit it and quit it. Hit it and stay Hit it and stay like you got us. Hit it and stay like, like you got us pregnant. Okay. Edit. <laughs> no, I'm staying in. I'm staying <laughs> Shit. In. All right. So uh, until next time, I am Chris. You had to think about that. I, <laughs> God, this movies fucked me up. We're losing. Yeah. And I'm James. And and, you guys uh, have a great night. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you at the next Suckfest. Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Screen Bay. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.